Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the students in the Public Relations Program in the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Influence Me podcast. I'm Meredith and I'm a senior public relations major at Kent State University. And I'm Emily and I'm also a senior um, public relations major at Kent State. Um, So today what we're talking about is audience and how it is important in digital PR and kind of what it means, how it's successful um, and kind of the more specifics of it. Yeah, so with that being said, Emily, let me ask you a question. So necessarily like when you, if you've ever sold something before, like when you're looking for an audience, I guess necessarily whether it's on like social media, whether you're like doing personal selling on there or whether you're just kind of making content for fun, how do you really like determine your audience? Like what do you look for when you're trying to target an audience? So I think, think the main thing people like when they're trying to figure out an audience is kind of like who do you want to talk to or who is your product geared toward or um, who will benefit most from the product and I think that goes along with like making up a persona for the brand Um, it's kind of important to figure out exactly who you're targeting so for me personally if I were to make like a Instagram for like music or for fashion or whatever I'd probably brand it or like set my audience towards like people my age because Mm -hmm. like when you think about it it goes kind of more towards the people who feel the same way about certain things so people like your peers and things like that are going to kind of connect more with you especially if it's more personal So it's kind of important to like decipher that and see what kind of best fits um, for what you're trying to accomplish. I completely agree. I think ultimately too, like there's so much research that goes into it also. Like like you talked about like personas and really like knowing your audience and how you Mm -hmm. display your content to like a more younger audience because I mean, most of our followers are usually, like, our friends, our family, mm-hmm. and that's who we're, like, really, like, gearing our, t- our content towards or people, like, our own age. And I feel like from an analytical standpoint, like, from things being completely digital and, like, looking at, like, the demographics and, like, posting hours, like, that being a thing, because you don't mm-hmm. think about it. Like, when you send out a TikTok or you send out an Instagram post, whether it's for, like, a brand, and brands, like, do this, too. Like, they will send out like something and it'll be like at a certain hour of the day because they know we're on our phone yeah we're exactly like producing our own content or we're scrolling through content like because that's just how our generation works mm-hmm. yeah I think like um with like the way analytics work now it's so much easier to find your audience and like yeah. be able to pinpoint them um especially when it comes to like having a successful like collaboration or like a product placement or something like that like it's like you're going to see very quickly if it's like successful or resonating with your audience um like at all if 
like you're starting to see traction on like your posts or something like that because the audience will tell you very quickly if they like or don't like what's being like shared to them oh yeah yeah I feel like we're a very like verbal generation that if we don't like something that's being produced or it's like ethically like wrong then Mm -hmm. we will definitely like take two because I I think that's shown with like influencer collaborations because brands nowadays use a lot of um their like marketing digital marketing strategies with influencers because they Mm -hmm. they they play off of the fact that influencers have such a large following so if they're like hey like will you try this product whether it's literally like you eating a bag of like Lay's chips then Mm -hmm. that's something that's getting like Lay's name out there because that influencer has a lot of following and 99% of the time their followers are going to be like hey like so-and-so eats Lay's chips I'm gonna eat Lay's chips kind of thing like that um that's kind of an interesting analogy but yeah no but like it's it's so true though because like um like one of the examples like Chipotle and David Dobrik um they paired with David Dobrik so early on in his career and even as he kind of like fell off a little bit like they were still like they still had traction they were still kind of getting their name out there not that they were small by any means but like he has such a large following and he knows his audience and he knows how to target them so he was able to help Chipotle out more than I think they even helped him out maybe just by paying him but like I'm pretty sure he's probably done more for them than they've done for him but what that's besides the point but like he's like and with all influencers they're able to target their market because they know it so well and like they know their audience and they know um kind of what they want to see so they're going to cater towards their audience which will get the name of the brand out there which will just get be successful for everybody yeah it'll just knock everything out of the park because (laughs) brands like know what they're doing because they know that with these influencers and like if you're specifically marketing to a younger generation, you're going to want to pick an influencer that's on like TikTok or Instagram because you know that these young like individuals watch them on a daily basis. Like I think that said like with influencers like Addison Rae, like Charlie D'Amelio, like they have such a large strong presence on like TikTok as a whole because mm-hmm. um like for instance, I saw the like well Charlie D'Amelio had her partnership with like Duncan where she like launched that like Charlie drink and Mm -hmm. so Duncan's like probably thought process was okay we're gonna have like Charlie like market for us digitally like hey like go get the Charlie at Duncan and that's how I initially saw it was from TikTok (laughs) like I probably never would have known this drink existed if it wasn't for TikTok so Duncan like really implemented some good digital strategies there but then I went and tried the drink and I actually like liked the drink it didn't have anything to do with Charlie it was just the drink itself so sometimes like it works out like okay like Charlie got the name out but like Duncan produced the good product so that's gonna exactly. create more of like a buzz an ongoing buzz for like mm-hmm. consumers because they're gonna be like wow this is actually good and then Charlie did her job of being an influencer and putting it out there so yeah and even like if it wasn't like if you were going through like the Dunkin' drive-thru and you're just seeing like everybody's ordering this like Charlie drink, like even if you don't even know who she is, there's buzz around it. So like you're going to want to do it anyway as well, which 
great for Duncan. Like they did that. <laughs> I know they got like a lot of publicity, and now I I like will go there, and I don't even know if it's on the menu, but I just order. I'm like, can I get the Charlie? But like, it's not because of Charlie <laughs> Demilio. It's because I actually really like the drink. It's just I heard about it because of her from being a digital avid user, like I am. <laughs> but yeah, I um I feel like this also can do with like. It can do with celebrities and brands because I know you were telling me about how like Pepsi did something with like Kendall Jenner and like oh yeah up and such. Well, it was just a very poorly um, done commercial, but I'm pretty sure like if it were it was Kendall Jenner and Pepsi, and if it were not Kendall Jenner, if it were somebody who was smaller, it wouldn't have got as much traction, I think, as it did. Um, it was a very like tone deaf commercial and it was like, it was just not good, but (laughs) because it was Kendall Jenner and Pepsi and those were such like two prominent brands, like they brought each other down. So like not only Mm -hmm. did Kendall Jenner kind of go down for like being a part of this, but like Pepsi went down too by like allowing this. Right. That makes sense. Like their audience was not having it at all. And like, like you said, like we're a very vocal generation. So like they made sure to let Pepsi and Kendall Jenner know, like they were not happy with it. And I think that's like one of the like good examples of like how it can damage both the brand and the celebrity just in like a matter of a commercial or like a small brand deal or like whatever it is. And I think that's something to be said with like, that's why you have to make I feel like that's why brands have to really be on top of their digital strategies because if they're not then it can mean for like turmoil because it's like because Kendall was like so big and because Pepsi was so big like it just clashed a little bit I read this article that it's like sometimes it's beneficial for brands to use like a mid-level influencer Mm -hmm. because they're able to kind of retain the audience's attention a bit better because they have the time to produce the content because Mm -hmm. Kendall Jenner like she's constantly out doing other things that don't pertain to like what she's putting on Instagram sometimes like she probably is someone that manages that for her but mm-hmm. like like people like Charlie D'Amelio or like Addison Rae like like this is like their entire like entirety of like their fame so <laughs> I feel like you, sometimes you think that's a bad thing but it's actually a good thing in mm-hmm. some too and I also think like brands can also play off of other brands because I know like Forever 21 did that like thing with Cheetos like they were like producing the clothing line that had like Cheetos on it to play towards that like hot Cheeto girl like type of mm-hmm. era that mm-hmm. we're in right now <laughs> but it's like you don't really think of that but it happens yeah and like Forever 21 um is like a like a brand that is like capable of like doing that and they have such a wide audience because they are so like I don't know if cost effective is the right word, but like, cause they're not the best clothing, but like they have that reach because so many people know who they are that mm-hmm. like they had the like leeway to partner with Cheetos and make a Cheetos collection. Like right. no one asked for it, but like exactly. it <laughs> Yeah. And I think like, okay. So like lastly, I want to talk a little bit about like product placement because I feel like that can be that sometimes that's really implemented I feel like digitally but you don't think about it that way because mm-hmm. for instance like I don't did you watch the like she's all that Netflix Addison Rae I movie sure did hear about it yes yeah. I did <laughs> the movie was okay but like there was so much product placement in that movie you and I were like literally talking about this the other day like how much yeah. product placement there is in that movie and yeah. I never would have known 
like this movie existed or I guess like I knew about it because I was like a she's all that original fan but like Mm -hmm. I what like heard about on TikTok and Addison was like consistently verbal about this movie like her being in this movie on TikTok like her followers like were like oh my gosh they didn't call it the she's all that movie they called it the Addison Rae movie because Mm -hmm. she's in it and she's the face of it pretty much Mm -hmm. and it was like her first acting gig and then you watch the movie and there's so much product placement but like the digital part of it comes in because she marketed it she marketed it digitally so these brands knew about that and put their products in the film like how do you feel about that I think that they did a job well done because whether you watched the movie because you think Addison's great or whether you watched the movie because there's just a lot of buzz around it like you were talking about the product placements you saw them they were obvious and like those brands did a great job because people were talking about them like we are still talking about it and it came out like a couple months ago yeah and so like the brands were very good at like and plus they were like food brands or like brands that were like geared towards that audience anyway Mm -hmm. so like having pizza hut or having um what was that like old navy was one of the sponsors too like that was just like it met what it needed to for the audience so it was just like a job well done I think for that like specific movie Oh, yeah. And then, like, also, too, like, the promotion that goes into it, because obviously it's, like, these brands could tie in the fact that, like, their products were in this movie. And, like, Mm -hmm. say they could post it on their Instagram, they could post it on their TikTok, they could post it, like, pretty much anywhere. And if their, like, followers are going to share it, like, they might be like, oh, like, for instance, like, I haven't had Pizza Hut since I was a kid. And it literally started circling in my mind again that it, like, existed (laughs) because of the Addison Rae movie. But, yeah. like, if I hadn't watched that movie, I probably would have been, like, oh, like, pizza, I guess. Like, it doesn't really come to mind. But it's, like, that's how I feel like brands really target their audience because they know what we're watching. They know what we're doing. They know what we're interested in, like, with trends. And that's stuff, like, you have to keep up with because if you don't, like, I feel like it was shown with, like, the Pepsi and Kendall Jenner thing. Like, the followers didn't like it. So it's, like, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But mm-hmm. I, I think influencer marketing and like knowing your audience like really coincides really well yeah together. it's vital it's very influencing it's very influencing <laughs> to me yes yes <laughs> I think we are out of time for today um but we will see you guys well talk to you guys next time all right thanks so much for listening bye guys Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, share, or send us your comments on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify. Find us on Twitter using the hashtag PROnlineChat. We're looking forward to hearing from you.